morning and welcome to the SA Morning Miner. It's Friday the 11th of August. I'm joined by Paul Rankin. Paul, how are you today? I'm pretty well, thank you. And it is a Friday weekend coming up. Yep. Um, and a bit of news out this morning as well in the mining space. A uh, few uh, precious metals updates. Let's start with uh, G Silver, Guanajuato Silver. Um, we did cover this story when the um, bought deal was announced a couple of weeks ago. Um, $8 million raised in equity. Um, that hasn't increased, I don't think, since the original announcement, and that financing has been closed. Obviously, fairly quiet some markets, so um, not hugely surprising that hasn't expanded, and the silver price has dropped um, back a bit into the $22 an ounce range. Um, anything to add there, Paul? Yeah, the pricing of the offer was at $0.36 cents Canadian per unit uh, to bring in that $8 million. 18-month warrant attached uh, there for a closing a price of $0.55 cents Canadian uh, on that offer. And uh, also one institutional USA investor took down about $3 million of that $8 million, it appears. Um, yes, well, they did announce um, a significant US investor joining the register earlier in the year. So perhaps that was that investor holding their, their corner. Um, yeah, just on the silver price, obviously um, the US dollar index has been rising um, in the last few weeks. So that's been a headwind to the silver price. But um, there's a few indications that yields that have been driving that dollar index higher, perhaps starting to peak. Um, and also the RSI um, for silver is now towards the bottom of the, the range. Um, it's not in oversold territory yet, but um, it is at the bottom of that range. So um, I think we're probably not too far off the, the bottom for the silver price in the current period and looking towards a stronger um, autumn and back end of the, the year for pricing there. Yeah, and then investors come back from holiday and start doing more trades again. Yep. Um, some quarterly numbers also out from Silvercore sticking to the uh, precious metals theme. Yes, that's right. Uh, first quarter results for Silvercore, mine 303,000 tons of ore milled to just under 300,000 tons there and produced 1.8 million ounces of silver, 1,500 ounces of gold. Um, they uh, had a cash cost per ounce, net of byproducts negative at 31 cents and all in sustaining costs and net of byproducts at $9.46 an ounce. Uh, remember Silver Core primarily on their gets their silver production from the Ying district in China. Uh, it is a TSX-listed firm, though, uh, and uh, the numbers are solid enough. I'm sure they're wishing that the silver price was higher because it would uh, extend their margins better. But where they sit now at $200 million in cash equivalents and short-term investments, 
and they also have uh, equity holdings of other companies of $121 million of valuation. So you can't say that Silvercorp not in a good, uh, is in a very uh, nice position at this point. Um, yeah, and they've also been active in the M&A space. Um, the strategy seems to be finding permitted, um, well-advanced projects in jurisdictions that perhaps aren't favoured by Western investors at the moment, giving them an opportunity to um, uh, take these projects forward. Although there is an update from one of their prior targets this morning, Celsius, um, saying that the board of Celsius didn't believe that the proposed deal had reasonable prospects of being approved by a majority of its shareholders. Um, I think that was to do with the, the, the valuation that project um, acquisition was was proposed. Mm-hmm. Um, also, uh, well, operating numbers out from Antofagasta yesterday. I don't think we covered those, Paul. No, they came out just after we did our uh, posting on the podcast, and uh, and uh, they're actually pretty good here. Uh, one of the few copper majors out there with better quarter-on-quarter comparative results uh, here. 295,000 tons of copper metal produced, which is 10% higher uh, than prior year period. And that's primarily based on a 24% increase in production rates from the Los Palombres mine. Uh, revenue came in at $2.9 billion, 14% higher than uh, the same period in last year. EBITDA, $1.3 billion, 7.5% better. And margin improved, or was actually down a little bit, though, uh, on the EBITDA margin, 46% versus 49% in the prior um, year ago period. Pre-tax profit, though, was 12.5% higher, and they also showed earnings per share, which came in 27% higher at 33.5 cents. They did uh, post a 2023 guidance that was actually a little bit lower, however, in keeping with other copper majors, uh, such that they can't don't believe they can produce uh, any more than the low end of guidance at 670,000 tons, which was the prior guidance. So, and that's uh, as a result of. Uh, uh, availability of processing water uh, is one of the key concerns. Okay. Um, and some expiration news out from Heliostar. Yes, that actually came out on Wednesday, but it's important I can add a little bit of geologic context to it. Uh, some drilling results there on the upper plunge portion of the high-grade zone on Annapola, including near-surface intercepts uh, at this time which uh, one of the spectacular uh, intercepts was uh, an ounce of gold over nine and a half meters within a 72 meter intercept of eight grams per ton gold. And uh, key points from the sections that they included in the announcements was uh, that uh, this does come uh, to surface this, uh, though it hadn't been known of previously. 
Uh, it does not, however, outcrop or daylight, uh, apparently masked by a thin veneer of soil. Uh, and uh, so we can have some pretty clear dimensions on this high-grade core now. It's about 50 meters wide, 10 meters thick, and extends at least 225 meters down plunge uh, at Annapola. The plunge uh, angle about 30 degrees or so. And it's going to have a grade, uh, I would say, in excess of 9 grams gold per ton. Okay, very good. All right, Paul, um, we will leave it there. Um, have a good weekend. We'll be back next week. Very good. We'll see you then. This podcast has been produced and edited by VSA Capital. It is intended for information purposes and not as investment advice. The information is intended for recipients who understand the risks associated with equity investments in smaller companies. Please do your own research and do not rely on a single source when making an investment decision. VSA Capital may derive fees from this content and seeks to do business with the companies mentioned.